if last week wasn't enough to get us canceled, this week's going to be. Welcome back to With No Due Respect. I am Dell, sitting across the digital table from and, Dutch. And I am depressed because yeah. I don't even know. This this topic, it's like I, I can't even I can't even begin to wrap my head around all the things that we could and need and should say. And we're probably not going to get to half of them. And then after the podcast, I'm going to be like, oh, man, I... Uh, th- th- people aren't going to understand what even I was trying to say. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one too because everything can be misconstrued and taken out of context and said. <sighs> yeah, it's it. Well, that's part of the problem with what we're talking about today is is how people will, um, uh, you know, uh, take a, a a a given situation and assimilate it chew it up, spit it back out to meet their narrative or their strife, their personal struggle or whatever it is to, to, to make it suit their personal, uh, emotional, financial, whatever agenda. We're going to uh, put the, I guess there's a main article that we saw that kind of got us looking in this direction. The article, it was a um, CNN article uh, dated Tuesday, February 8th. Um, no author, just by CNN staff. Title of the article is What a Black Scent Is and Why It's Wrong. Um, highlighting the recent follies of Aquafina. Not even um, not even recent. Let's be clear. The follies oh, that's of, true. The follies yeah. of Aquafina from uh, a decade ago. Yeah, um, which I didn't even know. I mean, she just kind of appeared to, to me. I don't even remember what first movie I ever saw her in. Um, was it Crazy Rich Asians? No, nah, she she was around before that, and I don't know, maybe did some TV or something. She's she's been around for quite a she's while. Like, okay. Um, and uh full disclaimer: up until now, I could say I guess I was wrong, but like every role I ever saw her in, saw her in, Jesus, saw her in. Um, I didn't like her. I find all of the characters she plays in annoying useless um <laughs> i think that um she they could have found anybody better than her for crazy rich asians i think she ruined jumanji 2 i couldn't stand her she was in that i don't even remember her in that yes she was danny devito oh i think oh, okay um i think she was either danny devito or um I didn't um, see the. I didn't see. There was one movie she was in. It was a drama that she apparently was really good in. I didn't see that. Okay, well. And then she's fine. in uh, Shang Chi. Have you, you saw Shang Chi? Right. Yes, and she annoyed the fuck out of me in that. Yeah. All right, dude, that was so dumb. Like that. That movie. I think. My first of all, I guess I'm the only one who didn't like that movie. But I think the only reason I didn't like that movie is because I. I think she's obnoxious. Now. That being said. The more I see what is happening to her right now and the more I read just her being her and me not just interpreting her from the character she plays in movies, which (laughs) I guess I'm stupid. I mean, obviously, because that's not really her. It's just her pretending she's an actress. Um, She seems pretty – she actually is pretty smart, pretty articulate, and I don't like the position she's in right now. Yeah. Um, you know what? I just thought of something. Does she have a boyfriend? What if after all of this, she comes out as like gay? 
And part of her person. Oh, that'd be fine because then it would completely take everybody off her back. Then then people would be like, oh, she wasn't doing black sense. She was, uh, she's like being, you know, gay. <laughs> like what? You know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh my God, get, give her a break. Don't be gay. Um, but anyway, let's get to the, let's get to the, the, the why she's under fire here and what black scent is. Um, I'll say the, bla- the black scent cast, I guess the black I'll, scent Aquafina cast. Yeah. I guess I'll say why she, she's under fire and then you can explain what black scent is, I guess. Um, oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Cancel me first. <laughs> I'm going to leave that on. <laughs> I'm going to dump that on. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm like, um, um, I'm fucking stressed the fuck out and depressed about this because I am so sick and tired. Anyway, all right. So Aquafina is, uh, uh, you know, started uh, her you know entertainment career doing music and and specifically hip hop rap, and um, people I guess liked it. Nobody gave a shit. And then all of a sudden she became a famous actress and she's on Disney Plus movies. Now she needs to be canceled for her rap career from a decade ago. And even I think in the CNN. Uh, article they said the way she portrayed her character in Crazy Rich Asians um, yeah a there movie was a, called they, 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 Crazy Rich Asians they yeah, didn't they like quoted her, yeah. a couple of her lines as like yeah, uh, being offensive which is funny because I don't remember seeing her get writing credits on that movie right so so what is what is black <laughs> what is black sentence then well, black scent. I'm glad you asked. I've been dying to 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 tell you what it is. Um, let me give you the two definitions from our favorite article here. Um, what is black scent? A black scent is speaking in a way that mimics or mocks black vernacular by a person who is not black. Um, another person defines it like this. Black scent is a term describing the fake accent that racists and cultural appropriators use when they mimic black people. Um, black people have accents, but we don't all have the same one. And yet somehow those two groups, uh, the racist ones and the cultural appropriators, always use the same accent when they imitate black people. Always. There's a word you should never use. And never is um, another one. Always. Um, does seem pretty frequently. <laughs> um, so, like. so, all right. So now that you kind of have s- sort of defined black scent there, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take the, the approach on this. We're going to talk probably a lot about the music industry at some point here, because that's where, uh, the, co- the, the, uh, the main, the main complainant is making their cultural appropriation uh accusation accusation yeah uh can you can you remind me what year this is by the way what year we're in now yeah 2022 all year oh shit i thought this was 1956 for a second there um you would think so because uh, again hip-hop has been around for several decades now um it started you know as something else uh, you know, going back before actual rap. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, in tw- 2022, hip hop is so eclectic that I don't even think you can classify it as hip hop anymore. There's so many sub genres of hip hop. Yeah. It's become so many different things performed by so many different types of artists. It's a multicultural, uh, I guess I'm not allowed to say that. It's a, it's a multifaceted phenomenon. 
And it is multicultural because you have people of all ethnicities and cultural backgrounds around the world rapping, you know, performing hip hop. K-pop is huge in the world. And, um, and, and I'm going to get back to that in a minute too. So the, the, the main complaint is, is that, um, with black scent, they're saying Aquafina has culturally appropriated this style of speak in order for her own personal or financial gain. And is then the claim is that she has, she, she can walk away from that whenever she wants and give nothing back to, to black people. Because specifically, they're saying it's a black thing. And the, 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 the argument that the people are making in this, this particular article is that she should, in order to be able to perform that way, she should then fi- give financial gain to the black community or some kind of, she should show up. What did they say specifically? She should show let up. Me, let, me, let me read yeah. part of it. It says, because uh, what she's doing is she's appropriating the culture. And that is when you appropriate someone's culture for financial gain and influence without acknowledging the origins of that cultural practice or reinvesting your financial gains into the community from which the culture was taken. Um, so it, it, it seems to me, and I don't want to get off of what your topic or, you know, I, I know you were heading in a direction there, but um, a lot of these definitions in this article, and I really don't even want to give credence to the people who they're quoting. Um, a lot of them are very open-ended mm. um, definitions. They're not very specific. When you say that cultural appropriation is when you appropriate someone's culture for financial gain and influence without acknowledging the origins of that cultural practice or reinvesting your financial gains into the community from which the culture was taken. So does that mean you have to put all of your financial gains back into the community? I don't know how much. Um, is, is there a certain amount? I mean, when, when have you given enough financial gain back to that community? Apparently that's what you have to do by their def- by this person's definition. Um, it, it's like, are, are you leasing the ability to use the black scent? Are you leasing the ability to take some sort of black art or well, uh, again, Asian culture or any other culture that's not your own for a certain amount? And then you have to just – is there some rule book that says like, okay, well, you've made $100. You need to give 65 of those dollars and then, okay, you can continue to do it because you've given it back to that culture. I mean, well, it's again, so we're talking about art we're talking about art. She's an artist. Uh, it is up. Art is is up for interpretation. Um, she's a performer. She's an actress. So if you don't like the character or the lines she spoke in uh, Crazy Rich Asians, she's performing. This is like we had that conversation about Holly Berry having to apologize for considering a role as uh, what was that role? She was considering mm. a role as like a, a trans person or something like yes, that, right? But she's not trans, but she's not trans, so she had to apologize for even considering as an actress to take that role. So it's like that kind of thing when you talk about art. Um, so so again, if I if I pick up my guitar right now and I play a Stevie Wonder song and I make money off of it, 
I actually have to give licensing money to Stevie Wonder or whoever owns the rights to that music. But that's because it is a Stevie Wonder song. She was doing her own music. And if you want to say she's doing it in the 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 phrasing of a black person, I don't even know what that means in 2022 because here's we talked about this a little bit earlier off air because if we're talking about music um you you mentioned like you mentioned Elvis. Yeah. I absolutely 100% agree that Elvis culturally appropriated black music and made financial gain on it and gave nothing yes. back. I do. I I completely agree with that. And what year was that? 1950. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I like agree that. with that. And and back then, Barry Gordy was the only black guy in the game. Maybe Quincy Jones. There were very few people who had a record label or you know a a position of making money off of the music. I get it. I really do. 2022. Most record labels don't even exist. You don't need a record label to put an. I can I can put an album out tomorrow on my own. So nobody's getting money off of that, but but myself. You know, I mean, well, maybe Spotify is stealing a lot of money from me. But also, at this day and age, when you talk about hip hop and hip hop labels, you have Dr. Dre. Uh, a matter of fact, um, Snoop Dogg just it was in the news yesterday. Snoop Dogg is now the new owner of Death Row Records. I think it's Death Row. So you are at a point in this this cultural phenomenon where black people are billionaires. Dr. Dre's a billionaire. I would venture to guess that Snoop Dogg is probably a billionaire at this point. Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Bad Boy, billionaire. Jay-Z, Rockefeller, billionaire. Um, uh, Kanye West, multi-billionaire. Like, so... What are we really saying here as far as like who's allowed to do what with what? This isn't 1950 and I'm not saying it should be and I'm not saying we need to go backwards. But like where oh, is – death? No, no. Okay. Let me correct that really quick. Snoop is basically homeless. He's Snoop he's Dog? only worth – yeah, he's only worth like $150 million. Wow. That's hard to believe. Yeah, he's only worth 150 million. He's among the 30 richest rappers in the world. But yeah, he's a loser. But those other guys are genuinely billionaires. So, but but anyway, uh, my I'm point have to is, check that now. I can't. Who who can who can we trust if I can't t- trust Dutch? Yeah, look up look up Dr. Dre. I mean, how much? Well, and I'm also I'm also looking it up on like Google. Well, yeah. <laughs> but like, who's gonna say that I'm worth like a gazillion dollars? But anyway, right, Dr. Dre. Um. Yeah, he's only worth eight hundred million. Where are you coming up with this stuff? What did you check the year? Because when he sold Beats, I mean, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, check it for twenty twenty two. Well, let's just say he's he a, did. He's a billionaire. If he made twenty percent over two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty, two thousand twenty one each year, uh, he made a shitload of money. He's definitely a billionaire now. Yeah, he's a billionaire. He's, a, I think, in 2020, because I was looking all who, this stuff up yesterday. Who else did you falsely accuse of being a billionaire? Kanye West, uh, Jay Z, uh, Kanye. P. Diddy. Holy shit. Yeah, it was it's like. Kanye West is worth enough to make the rest of them billionaires. He's worth 1.8. Yeah. Oh my God. 1.8 billion? The fuck? Yeah. So who anyway. Else? So anyway. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm we're getting, getting off, yeah, I'm we're like, getting off track here. <laughs> 
what the point I'm trying to make is, is that, is that like, there's this, again, we talked about this with, um, the whole, uh, Whoopi Goldberg thing a little bit. It was like the myopic approach to what it really, what you're really, what point you're trying to really make and really where you're coming from. Are you, you know, like, it, and is it really necessary to make that point? Cause also like you, you just brought to my attention that Aquafina's first song, uh, my vag, my vag. Her first big song was uh was a spoof, spoof, obviously right. comedic interpretation of some other piece of music b- by a guy. What was his name Mickey? What Mickey Avalon? Mickey Avalon, which was my dick, was his song. He's a white rapper. You don't see anybody trying to cancel him. You know why? Because he hasn't made money and he's not successful and he's not on Disney Plus now. Also, yeah, yeah, it was it what. And I understand where they're coming from. The people who are upset, um, the people who are making noise about this. But I don't. I, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I'm open to someone telling me why I'm wrong here. But nobody's it's stop- all about money. Yeah. Nobody. There's exactly. No, like, actual. There's no real philosophical reason that's being pushed to the forefront. It's all about. You need to reinvest into that culture. And I guess part of the issue is, is like, um, why does, why do we feel the need to cancel somebody, to shut them down? So Aquafina can't be a rapper anymore. I guess Eminem can't be a rapper anymore. Justin Timberlake can't do hip hop anymore. And we're going to shut them down. And what, what is that going to do? Is that going to what? theoretically open up a couple spots, three spots right there for an African-American to, to fill that space. That is just not going to happen. That's not the way that works. And by knocking somebody down, you're not fixing the problem. The problem is, is that like, there's no recognition for the influence that these earlier artists had on you. So you're Justin Timberlake and and the complaint is is that where's his acknowledgement and respect to whatever influenced him that made him great? So canceling him is not going to that's just a punishment, but it doesn't address the issue. What that's like saying the death penalty stops people from killing people. It doesn't. That's been acknowledged. You killing people who kill people doesn't stop other people from killing people. Canceling people who do wrong doesn't stop the problem that got them canceled. So like if, if I see, if I see um, somebody who's using black scent and now the argument in the CNN article is like, yeah, well they get to turn that on and off as they see fit. And if they get pulled over by the cops, they're not going to use that black scent anymore because it doesn't benefit them anymore. Okay. That's not an issue of black scent and them using it. That's an issue of the cops treating blackness worse than they would treat anything other than blackness. So that means if a white person gets pulled over, they're going to get treated better than a black person. And that's the problem. Not a white person using a black accent That, that, you're you're looking at the end result and just like erasing it and not addressing what caused that problem. Also, and yeah, that's what bothers me. No, you're absolutely right. And also, 
like there's so many considerations to make. Like when you talk about the beginnings of hip hop, it was that it was people taking a record of someone else's music, yeah, creating a loop. I don't care if it was uh, white music or black music. They used both and all. They created a loop and they rhymed over it. So did you just appropriate somebody else's music to create hip hop? Did you give them financial gain? That didn't happen in the beginning until people started getting sued left and right for um, using other people's music underneath their rhymes. So, like, where is the line with what you're okay with appropriating? Like, where does it begin? Where does it end? You know, or is it just specifically because she's not black that you have a problem with it? Because what I'm saying again is, is like, the the injustices upon different races in this country are far, far, far from being uh, uh, sorted, fixed, and justified from the past. I think we can agree on that. There is still a lot of inequality and lack of opportunity if you want to use that as your 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 basis for um uh marginalized groups of people i get that are we also forgetting that she is a minority in this country and her original statement was when i you know when i when i came up in this country as an asian american i was looking for you know trying to find myself and I did that a lot through television and music. And that's why I love hip hop. And that's why I wanted to do hip hop and be a part of it. I think that's that in and of itself is an honorific saying like, I love this. I love the way this sounded. I wanted to be a part of it, you know? And then they go, well, that's not an apology. You have to apologize. Why do you have to apologize for saying you love hip hop and you wanted it to be a part of your experience? Like it's a part of your experience as an Asian American trying to find themselves in this country as a minority. Yes. Well, again, I, I want to say that uh, trying to corner the market on racism is is futile because the world is big and racist and there's enough room in there for racism of all sorts. And there's no reason to think that it's only a one group thing. I mean, but unfortunately, it's 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 very popular right now. And it's all about it it is all about money. It sounds so cliche for me to say that, but this if you read this article and you think that the number one issue that these people that they've quoted have is any sort of philosophical problem with it and not money driven, you're I well, I just I, I wholeheartedly disagree. Let me and ask, I think sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you a question. I was gonna say, do you think it's any wonder that this came out and happened just a few days after Whoopi Goldberg got put on blast? Do you not think mm. that somebody went, oh, they're going to cancel black people now? They're going to cancel Whoopi? Oh, oh, we got to we gotta find someone. Like somebody out there with a chip on their shoulder was like, well, we got to find someone else to cancel too now. Like, but there, it, 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 it's also capitalism. And I'm not an anti-capitalism person. What I'm saying is, is that you're looking for what is going to sell. And that is the number one important thing. It's the almighty dollar. The people who write these articles are writing them and getting paid for news outlets and, and, and digital platforms and content providers to pick up the article and display it. CNN will pay the writers 
for articles that are going to get front page and clicks and they can sell ads on it. You don't pay for CNN. CNN is free. You click on it and there's, and, and, and there's ads on there too. So if you're a writer, you know that this is a sexy topic. Oh, I bet I can get a, a, lot of, a lot of traction and a lot of hype by writing about this person who stole something from 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 African American culture that's going to get me that's going to get me my clicks and CNN was like beautiful we love it but again put it on a front page that's the only true reason much which is which is bad for the actual it's something it's like an actual plight for African Americans which is there is appropriation but and and I'm not nobody's denying that there there are things that get appropriated and there are black people who don't get the 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 due what's due to them but like dutch said it's not 1950 anymore it's 2022 and to think that the best way to fight this is to cancel somebody it it it's absolutely ignorant it's wrong it's stupid well let me let me come full circle on a few things here too johnny and um you know like drive home a few points because like people have a problem with justin bieber bieber right um justin bieber really came to stardom when um uh what's his name usher brought him before la reed now, these are for people who don't know who Usher is. He's black who don't know who L.A. Reid is black mega mega producer of artists. And they go, "Ooh, let's make this. Let's make this kid. He's, he's talented. He can play instruments. He can sing. Let's make something of this kid. So his career as a white kid was made by a black producer. So why do you have a problem? What, what, what you're saying is, is you don't really have a problem with Justin Bieber. You actually have a problem with the fact that he's produced by black people. Like, they made money off of him, and 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 then let's go to the, let's go to Justin Timberlake. It's funny. It's funny. I, I just had a thought about this because I remember. First of all, Justin Timberlake again, largely musically produced by Pharrell Williams and and uh, Tim, uh, Timberland, mostly Timberland. So he is. So black producers and artists are saying, "I want to work with that kid. I like what he's bringing." What the fuck? Why are you mad at Justin? And also on the Justin thing is back when the boy band stuff was happening, like uh, Backstreet, uh, In Sync, Ninety Eight Degrees, all that stuff like that. I I looked at it and I was like, oh, they're doing R and B. It's cool. You know what I looked at and I said, I remember watching one of those shows. It was like TRL, you know, on MTV yep. back then. And they yep. were on TRL and, and they come out and there's all these screaming girls. And I thought, look, I thought Backstreet was ridiculous. I thought it was goofy. I didn't, you know, I didn't get it. How dare you? Well, but here's the thing. No, I'm sorry. New Kids on the Block. Even going back further. Right? So. How dare you? Well, because my cousin was into it. I'm like, this is so lame. You know, all this stuff. New Kids, whatever. But. He's a detective with the New York Police Department now. Oh, right, right, yeah. So anyway, but my point is this, is when, when they came out on TRL and I saw all these girls screaming, this is pro- what, probably like in the ni- early 90s, mid-90s, mm-hmm. 
And I'm going like, wow, there's white girls there. There's black girls there. There's Hispanic girls there. And they're all screaming for a group that's bringing people together. And I said, as ridiculous as they are, it's music is bringing people together. You're seeing people come together because look, I used to go to concerts. You know damn well in the '90s, I would go see Brian McKnight or I would go see uh, uh, whoever, any black artist, and I would be the only white person in the crowd. But I fucking love the music, right? And I'm giving them money to see them perform. And I've been at shows where I'm the only person in the crowd, and the performers say racist shit about white people, and I had to sit there and take that too. As I'm giving them money. But my point is, is that like when, when I saw these like white boy bands come along, I'm like, oh my God, they're bringing people together. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Cultural mixing. And yet you have now people going like, oh, they just stole it from us. They owe us, they owe us, you know, I was going to say reparations. They owe us money. You know, I, I just don't get what people want. Do you want equality? Do you want everybody to be on the same board? I don't think you do. And we've talked about that before. I think most of this is it's opportunistic. It's going to, it's, it's going it, to, it leads, it leads right now. This story leads. Well, then and I say, then I'm going to cut you off because I'm pissed. I say the person who wrote that article for CNN, you fucking get behind the keyboard tonight and you get behind the fucking microphone and you put out a rap song and you make a billion dollars. See if you can do it. Sorry if somebody's more talented than you. Like Eminem, whether you like him or not, he's one of the top lyricists of all time. I don't fucking care what you say. But you can't well, cancel him. You know why? Because he doesn't give a shit. That's part of the thing that I kind of am wondering here with Aquafina. It I, I it is only again, it's it's the dollar bill, y'all, that is making her apologize because she's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's her fear of losing her position now. Okay. Because otherwise, and I'm just gonna I'm just going to quote the great Bill Burr when he talked about people wanting to cancel him or people being upset at a comedy show because of maybe something that he said or something that some other comic said. Hey, fuck him. Who cares? Who yeah. fucking yeah. cares? If CNN wrote this article about Aquafina, but Aquafina had Oprah money and didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but if, also if, if, Disney, if Bill Burr didn't have a black wife, he'd have been canceled long ago too, probably. Mm, all right, then then make it some other comic. Make it. Um, but Bill Burr fucking was on Chappelle's show. You know, what I mean, like the, yeah, hey, guess Chappelle what? hired him as a writer. Yeah, guess what? People can get along and do the same shit. What is comedy? Is comedy on Chappelle's show not only supposed to be written by black people? Like, well, the thing that's crazy is like, is. You know, everybody says like Richard Pryor is the he's the goat, and and he's and he he's the the well they say Lenny Bruce, but of com of current style comedy they say like he's the he's the Godfather, and everybody's just kind of emulating a lot of the stuff that he did, but there's plenty of room for anybody to get up there on stage and make money telling jokes like him and nobody seems to care that um sebastian maniscalco is Stole telling completely dick jokes 
yeah, completely stole uh, Dice Dice's like he's shtick. he's he's doing jokes like like Dice and Rodney Dangerfield did jokes like this person and fucking um, Seinfeld's doing jokes like this person and it, it, it nobody's getting anywhere without standing on the shoulders of the people before them and I don't understand why. It's so in vogue right now to just chop people down. Like, we're not talking about canceling Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby committed a fucking oh, crime. Oh, but you and, know what, though? And, some of these people, people, some of these people, because I know, you know, I know specifically a uh, wonderful older black lady who I know very well, very personally. And, but she's one of these ones who's like, on the other side of the coin, Bill Cosby did nothing wrong. And people are just trying to bring him down because he's black. Well, I'm sorry and respectful, respectfully to your friend. And I don't know her. And I'm sure I can disagree with her on this and still we could get along. But she's just fucking wrong. Yeah, but they don't he want went to, in front don't of a judge wrong. and they presented evidence. And in a court, he was found guilty. And you get fucking scores of women all accusing somebody because who else are they accusing of what other person are they what other person are they trying to, to tear down r kelly like that <laughs> who would you say r kelly <laughs> yeah again like what's gonna happen r kelly ends up in prison and he didn't pee on those girls he didn't rape those women like listen <laughs> i'm not talking about canceling people who are fucking monsters i'm not telling about canceling people who are criminals what's his name uh, the weinstein guy Right, right. Or um, figuring out that Louis C.K. would have chicks watch him jerk off, and and these women were only really putting up with it because he was a big time producer, and they wanted to get on his show. Right, and and like even that, I mean, he's exposing himself to women, and I and I I get why that's why that's terrible. But we're not even talking about that. We're talking about um the going after people for for this kind of stuff i mean right well i think we said that or i think we talked about that earlier today when i said like it's not like she it's not like she rapped and then was just like man i hate black people or you know not at all it's yeah it's not like she she uh you know said anything ill about anyone or did anything ill about any culture or anything like that no. she just did something that she was kind of passionate about and loved and was like hey i want to i want to throw my hat in the ring look at like i said look at fucking k-pop are we going to cancel all of k-pop because korea is rhyming lisa lisa from blackpink la lisa just had that uh, song. Um, I mean, she raps in, in every Blackpink song. She's their rap artist. She's their rapper. She just had that song Money come out. And I was like, damn, this shit sounds exactly like a Rihanna song. But it became one of the biggest hits of last year, like on the charts. And what? Do we have to cancel La Lisa now because she's Korean? Fucking rhyming? No. I mean, it does. It goes, it, like you said, like, where do you draw the line? Like, are you mad because um, I used to live out west and where I lived, they had. Um, Sushi restaurants with Mexican sushi chefs. They all went to school. They became sushi chefs. They made the fuck out of some good sushi. But they weren't Japanese. Now yeah. what? Because those Mexicans are making a living doing a Japanese art, I, I can't 
I can't consume that or those Mexicans then have to reinvest some of the money they make as a sushi chef into um, the Japanese community or um, uh, I live in a uh, massively Asian community right now. And what's what's funny to my French wife is that all of the uh, pastry shops and boulangeries in um, in in our area are owned and run by Asians. Now, are they're making money serving, producing, and serving and advertise all French French food, French culture? Now, what they all the money that they that they make, they have to somehow reinvest into the French community. Right, no, right, absolutely not. And but again, not, but again. There are French, there are Asians in France. Again, this is a American cultural problem that we're trying to project on other people. That's well, why it, we're, we're projecting it on people in our country. Well, yeah, but yeah, and but, but the, she, but the she thing didn't is, is like she didn't choose to be born here as a first generation Chinese person. Yeah, and there's there's no, I I just don't see where people think that there's malice in her heart. Just like honestly. I don't think there's any malice in Whoopi's heart. Right. I don't right. think she had any malice towards Jewish people. She just didn't know what she was talking about. Right. And she was wrong. And when you correct her, we move on. But no, no. We got to fucking suspend the fuck out of her. We can't let her work for two weeks. I'd love to know how much she makes a week. Oh, probably yeah. what probably what I make a fucking year. Probably yeah. way more than I make yeah. a year. Yeah. And. We're going to suspend her for two weeks, and that's going to really, really sit well with her. That's not going to make her have any animosity whatsoever. And, like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not what you do. I, I think the whole thing, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Good job. Good job, fucking Dell. Thank you, Dell. When I talked about the police thing, saying that it's a it's a benefit for someone using black scent, someone speaking with black vernacular in a in a stereotypical racist cultural appropriating black accent and then being able to turn it off when you get pulled over by the cops because no one wants to speak that way to the cops because it's going to get you in more trouble that's not a black scent problem that's not a person using the the accent problem that's a fucking cop problem that's a policing in the US problem so why are we going and canceling the person using the black scent who can turn it on and off the problem is the police we need to talk to the police about not treating people not treating people and their blackness worse than other people. Yeah, because if a black person who talks with a black scent gets pulled over and then all of a sudden they talk like, oh, what, a, I guess a white scent? Like, they're still going to get treated just the same because they're black. Yes. It's not the accent. It's not all of a sudden if they go, oh, excuse me, officer, have a good evening. I didn't realize yeah, I was Yeah, they speeding. go from sound that yeah. Changing your voice from sounding like Will to Carlton isn't fixing the problem. That's you're still black, and that's the problem, and that's where it needs to be remedied. Canceling um, somebody who normally sounds like Carlton when they try to sound like Will is is not the answer, and it's it's so fucking to use your word myopic. Yeah, it's just seeing something right in front of your face, not addressing anything else beyond it and just trying to put out a fire right here when you got you're like trying to stamp out a match when you're looking at a forest fire in the background i mean like what are you doing and i actually i don't even think you know what i don't even think it's really a forest fire at this point 
It really mm-hmm. isn't because that there's not a massive problem here. Like you said, this isn't the 1930s. Well, again, yeah, like hip hop is so widespread now. It it's is the fucking most popular music in the in the United States. Maybe country music because there's a lot of fucking hillbillies out there listening to that. I I maybe, but there's plenty of room on the airways to say that hip hop is doing uh, maybe second, if not first. The, like, but the argu- of course, of course, we're always going to be wrong. Dell, because the argument that we're making, the argument that the counters is they're saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with hip hop. There's nothing wrong with white people doing hip hop. And, you know, that'll be their counter argument, even though they'll say it's cultural appropriation still. But they'll say like, it's, well, they have to rhyme more white. Like, what the fuck would that even mean? Hip hop is what hip hop is. It's, it's. Yes. And do you know what? Country music is what country music is. It's like, and I know people are going to say there's roots in country. Uh, there's black roots to country music. But when. Um, how about skateboarding? What's his name? Who's um, a guy from Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, uh, uh, Darius, Darius Rucker. Rucker. Yeah. When Darius Rucker does country music, he's not singing country music about black issues. He's singing country music about. Country music issues. Right. Just like if you, when Eminem is rhyming, he's not rhyming about stereotypically white issues. He's rhyming about stereotypically hip hop, urban issues. Yeah, like or his experience. Music yeah. is mm-hmm. exactly okay. It's just uh, it's, it's, it's not free... hip hop if you don't talk about what hip hop is. It's again, I'll say this so I'm blue in the face. It's fucking art. It's a freedom of expression. Again, also with hip hop. If all these guys who get on a record and in black sense say that they murdered somebody, actually murdered somebody, they'd be in jail. So like, it's expression. It's artistic expression. Like I just fucking get it. I guess also now like what, emo wa fukuo sushi, fukuo sushi wo tabemas. I have to fucking eat my sushi with a fork now, even though I just yes. said that in Japanese. It's not good enough. You know. Yeah, I I don't. Or how about martial I, arts? Like, or how about skateboarding? You know, skateboarding is a certain style of dress. You know, you 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 dress a certain way. You wear your fucking hair a certain way. You know that that person's, a, you know, skates. You know that they skate. Uh, they kick, they push. All There's a lot of black people who skate now. What? So fucking what? Well, also, I mean, I don't know enough about the UFC, but um, uh, Khabib, Nurma, something, something, whatever, he, he recently retired. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's pretty much recognized as, the greatest of his weight class. Some will say the greatest MMA fighter of all time. He was a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. And would submit people using Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right. Exactly. Does, but does he's he, Middle Eastern, right? He's like, yeah, he's like, I forget what Russian block country he's right. from. Actually. T- he's not Middle Eastern, but does he need to, does he need to sit there and send some of his, prize money to the Gracie family well also yeah like I've studied martial arts I've studied uh you know certain Japanese martial arts and the one Japanese martial art that I've studied I've studied uh with three different senseis okay and one of them was an actual ninth dan from Japan what an honor that was for me to learn from one of the best on the planet mm-hmm. two of my other instructors who are also very very good one was black and one is white. But they both taught me a Japanese art. Uh, they make money at their schools. 
I don't know. Do they have to send money back to, you know, Japan or is there some kind? I mean, there may be there may be a a, a Japanese society that they give money to or something like that or at a cultural event put on demonstration. But like again, where's the line? And when you again, I'm going to go back to the open ended definition. How much respect do you need to pay? Right. Where's the line? How much money is enough? Is there a percentage? Is it like a Catholic? What's that word? Yeah. Like if your dojo makes a hundred dollars per person per class, what percentage of that do you have to give away? 40%, 20%, 5%? To show that you're giving enough respect. It's just, it's a silly way to attack a problem. If you, I'm not saying the problem doesn't exist. The problem is definitely a bigger deal to some than it is to others. If it is a really big problem to you, respectfully, I ask, do you really believe that this is the best way to address the issue is by chopping down the people who, if you did it in a different way and you went to Aquafina and you said, A, B, and C, how do you think that we can do this how can we use your platform? Can you see where we're coming from? I think we could work together and address this issue. You're a great example of the of of potentially what a problem could be, and I think that if we work together, we could open up people's eyes to what has been going on. Well, they're not they're not and, yeah, they're, they're you're, you're right. They're not but they're not proposing a solution. For instance, I'll go back to martial arts cuz that's a good example. At the end of you're welcome. At the at the end of a fucking um uh, uh, lesson or class or you know whatever we would bow to a picture of O Sensei on the wall the founder of the art okay that's how we paid our homage and respect and thanks for being there so what am right. I supposed to do should I put a picture of um, uh, you know fucking uh, Jesus Christ everybody just jumped out of my head cool in the gang or some some shit on the wall and every time I come into a studio, look at that and bow. Like, is that is that good? Is that what we're supposed to do? Because then if we do that, somebody will be like, oh, why are you trying to be like them? Why are you trying to be black? Nobody's saying I'm trying to be Japanese by learning a martial art. Yeah, but it's not sexy. It's sexy to say that you're you're trying to appropriate it. It's all about... Making money. And do you know why nobody goes to Aquafina and says, can we use your huge platform to try and address a problem that's been bothering us? Because there's no money in it for them. Uh, yeah. I also hope that somebody listening to this right now, if they made it this far into the podcast, who's somebody who has a chip on their shoulder about this topic, just went just went and, and said, well, that's because they're Japanese. Black culture in this country has been through so much. Yeah. Well, I've talked about it on the last three fucking podcasts, this book yeah. I'm reading right now minorities in this country have you know you can't you can't say like one more than the other balance this with that there's been atrocities for all minorities in this country so you know respect all the way around you know yeah yeah and like you said there's plenty of room oh yeah there's <laughs> plenty of room for all the racism on this planet plenty of room don't 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 worry about that um, um i think i mean if you want to add something else to this i do want to I do want to hit, since we hit the fucking CNN crowd pretty hard, I do want to uh, wrap on um, the other dickheads it, it, with a little bit of time we have left. Do you, do you want to talk about some more of this or what do you, do you want to make a final statement on this? I believe 
the impact I've had with the knowledge I've spread so far, I, I can't do any more for these people. <laughs> so please. I mean, please, look, dude, I'll take tell you, the torch, take the torch. I Go mean, on. like I said, we could make this a 10 part series and I could really say some shit that's going to ruffle some people's feathers about, you know, what they want to claim with their culture. And All I'm saying is I can't carry this episode any further. Yeah. Um, I can just I can just run it into the ground is what I'm Anything saying. Anything <laughs> you say right now will be appropriating something I've already said. <laughs> well, I honor you. I honor you. Do you Oh um, well then fuck. I Never got mind. I got a couple dollars in my pocket. Can I there you uh, go, Venmo can, can I Venmo you? <laughs> <laughs> um Hey, real quick. I'm going to build a school in your name. There you go. Hey, real quick. Let's talk about something positive here. No. Before we, before we get on to yours. Let's break it up a sec. I've watched this movie so many goddamn times, and you have yet to watch it. Top Gun. I watched it again last night. Top Gun? That's one of them. No. But we're going to do a watch along. I think that's going to be our next watch along. Top Gun? It should be Top, it should be top Gun. Because we're gonna, we should do it right before the movie comes out. We should watch the original Top Gun together. Woo! That's going to be and my then, first viewing. Yeah, man. And 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 it's going to be interesting to see how you watch it. Because, I mean, I watched it through like eight-year-old's eyes and then have loved it ever since. You're going to be watching it through your old-ass eyes and being like, you cannot. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, come on. Give me a break. Oh, like you um, wouldn't pass out and throw up from the G's that Way too many G's. Way too many G's. Um. So, no, the movie I watched again last night and talking about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu got me just coming. You have got to watch Warrior. Warrior. I knew that was coming. God yeah. damn it, dude. I watched it again. It's a, it, it, it always jerks a couple tears. Nick Nolte is fucking fantastic. Um, Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy. And um, what's the guy's name from the WWE? That's so disrespectful. That's how I'm addressing him. Um, oh my God, what's his name? He's the um, he's a real Olympic wrestler, oh, gold Kurt, medalist. Kurt Angle's in there. Kurt Angle is the main antagonist in the movie. No shit. Um, he plays the world champion guy from UFC that that they fight, and he's so awesome in it. But I mean. I think the kids have watched it like two or three times now. Even even my wife has watched it. So fucking good. Right. Anyway, so good. I'll get to it. I'll put it on my list. I have to get through Please a bunch of other it. films. Watch it with watch it with um um Oops. Oh Jesus. Mark the time. Dr. Moreau. Yeah, watch it with Dr. Moreau. Um Um Yeah. Because I think it's something you guys can enjoy. You'll be like, I can't believe that pussy Dell cried during this. No, you know, anyway. um, I've been watching, uh, you know, a lot of uh, the films that are being nominated for Oscars and, and awards. Oh, I got to be hey, honest. Oh. I got to be honest with you. Like, hey, you know what? Maybe this year they just shouldn't have nominated anything. Really? Be yeah, because look, I'm be I'm be real. I think that some of the nominees, we're going to do a whole show on this. I think Yeah, let's do it cuz we've I, done one before. I feel like some of the nominees are getting nominated based on their previous works. Because not look, not uh. a lot not a lot of movies came out this year, and the ones I've watched were you could pass on most of them. It kind of sucks when you've got a movie and and 
like, look, man, this isn't unforgiven. No. Like, it, you know it, what I'm saying? Everything like, that I've watched so far is a far cry. Like, I'm talking about, I watch Belfast. Skip it. Uh, what? Yeah. Don't look up. Damn. Oh, no, don't say that. Another one I can't wait to watch. It's 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 fine, but it's not like Academy Award. Uh, okay, like, I got you. Okay. Um. Uh. I watched uh being the uh being the fucking the uh, I, I love Lucy being the um Ricardos the Ricardos. Um, great performances, but it was fine. Like the writing was irritating. Like nothing is congealed as a great film. I watched The Power of the Dog last night, and I'm like, going well, like, yeah, great performances. It's a character study. Twelve nominations? Fuck no. What's The Power of the Dog? That's the um the Cumberpatch film. That's um, oh, I heard that was cool. It's cool. It's good. It's a good character study. There's some interesting shots. There's some. I think it's more of a character study than it is anything. But you watch it and you tell me if it goes up against something like Unforgiven or any other any of the other movies that have won in the past twenty five years. Like you know, it's just not it's just not there. Do you know what movie I saw within the last six months that I when you said Unforgiven? I know I brought that up. That's why you said it. I know that's not like your yeah right. I mean. Unforgiven is amazing. I'm not saying it's not, but I know you and I know that's, you only said it because I said it, but do you know what movie is really the movie I compare it to? Um, oh my God. The Italian movie, um, the um, um, concentration camp. Um, why can't I think of the title? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the one where the the guy and his family Shawshank? and, and end up in a concentration camp, and the whole movie is him almost like just keeping his kids from really realizing where they're at, and even at the end when he's being walked off to the fucking gas chamber, he's like smiling to his kid just to keep them. Oh my god, it's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. I just can't remember the. F- Jesus, in this book I'm reading right now, that sounds exactly like this one chapter I just read. Um, but anyway. Uh, Let's 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 uh, let's dim the lights, and why don't you tell me what Sean Hannity said? <laughs> no, it's not even it's not even that fucking tool bag. Um, Schmucker Carlson. No, not even that one. We're going old school here. So let's uh, let's play this. Uh, let's play this. Oh, please. Let's play this one here. Strike to claim it. You know, the best part of that is still the fact that Triple H's music comes in on the background of like a bowling, <laughs> a bowling. So, yeah, man, it's exciting. <laughs> so today um, we're going to go old school. We're going to talk about uh, this guy right here. Uh, I think I have this one here. You don't. You is a very good chance you're not going to die. <laughs> um, so I <laughs> just I just have to say, and this is why he gets dickhead of the week uh, again. For probably like the the record setting time, <laughs> he is a, he is the he is the uh, defending champ. Do you remember? So he built his he, a large part of him building his case for president was saying Hillary's emails. 
And Hillary, oh, yeah, yeah. Hillary's Where's email the server? Service. Where's, the, Where's server? the server? And what yeah. was this famous line? Um, lock her up because she hid well, he evidence. said that in a debate. Like, if I was in charge, you'd yeah. be in jail or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, she, she... Love the guy. Love him. She apparently destroyed uh, documents that were supposed to be entered into the whatever. Okay. So, okay. 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 Moving so, on. So what he's done now, as it turns out, the thing about this guy is, is that everything he accuses someone of, I've learned yes. this early on, everything he accuses yes. someone else of is what he is doing. It's a projection. 100%. It's always a projection. And so so now as it comes, now all this information is coming out about how um, he would tear, tear up documents. Again, something when Nancy Pelosi did it at the uh, State of the Union, she tore up the speech. He was like, she should go to jail for that. Well, he's in his office, in the Oval Office, tearing up documents which are supposed to be entered into the archives, the National Archives, because that is the property of the people. It's not his property. Tore up documents. His aides would have to try to find ways to tape them back together. I love it. And now a book comes out today where not only that, but plumbers would have to be called in um, multiple times to unclog his toilet because he was tearing up papers and trying to flush them down the toilet. On top of that, the National Archives, the, um, the Justice Department just had to go down to Mar-a-Lago because he took a box of uh, documents home with him to Mar-a-Lago, which were supposed are, to be entered. My doc- these are my documents. They were supposed to be entered into the National Archives. I so, read these documents... I had them read to me. They're mine. I own them. So you genuinely get dickhead of the week yet again, just for that. I thought you were going to bring up the fact the latest today was, I think I read it in one of my fancy New York Times. I read newspapers. I'm a big fucking deal. Um, He, the White House, I guess, has deleted phone records. And they know it was during the times when he was speaking to people on January sixth. Well, so I'd love to know the to, to further that there those juicy details. They're not not only are they saying that he may they may have deleted records. It, what they're saying is there's large gaps, and the January sixth commission knows that he was on the phone at the time when there were the large gaps. Yeah, but this awesome. is this is another thing he does though, which again is illegal or illicit or whatever, is that he was known for making calls. On not on his private cell phone and also his aides' phones, he would take calls on other people's phones, so there would not be a record of it. So now they're trying to piece that together, and the, those gaps when they know, like he's on the phone with Jim Jordan at this time, but it's not in the records. It's probably because he had a fucking burner phone. He's a badass man. Well, he's a mobster. Hey, he's uh, he talks to his he talks to his like this poor fucking schmuck that works for him. Give me your phone. Uh, sir, dial it'll this, be fine. D- dial this number so I don't have to do it. It'll be fine. Just give me the phone. But, uh, are you sure? It'll be fine. And then he, he answers, uh, Putin, how are you? What? Yeah, and then he flushes the phone <laughs> down the toilet. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah, I just wanted to throw that because we, we went pretty hard on the, um, the one side. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to go hard at the other side there for a second too. I saw that, um, what's hilarious is I saw him come to Rogan's defense and be like, like give, they were, he was giving Rogan a shit. He's like, you need to stop apologizing. You need to stop apologizing. And it's like, why? Like go fight. Like who are you to give advice on somebody for being like trying to be fucking decent or do the right thing? Like 
God forbid somebody apologize for something they did wrong. And then you're going to take advice from fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, if Rogan's probably going like, yeah, Hey, thanks man. Uh, Appreciate just, it. Just can like you, that. Can you unfollow me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just shows the nature of people. It just shows you the nature of Donald Trump. And also, like, when that super right wing, uh, I don't know, Rumble. Rumble, Rumble offered him $100 million to leave Spotify. It's like, you're showing your true colors. You're saying that you, you're okay with the thing he apologized for. Well, your thing, the thing that's crazy is like, you can what's what's nuts is is like which thing are they saying they're fine with right <laughs> like right like are all you saying it. like uh, all right like are you saying you're fine with him interviewing people with questionable opinions on the vaccine because then it's like all right let me all right okay that's free speech but but are you or are you fine with him because he feels bad about using the n-word right over and again over and over again and he feels bad about being drunk and talking about i guess some story where he and his buddy got dropped off in like a real shady area of town to watch a movie and he was like he in was philly. going to I see think was in philly well, he was going to see planet of the apes mm-hmm. and he was like it was like they dropped us off in planet of the apes mm-hmm. he made and he was like dude that's such an off-color joke and yeah. like let's be real Worst things have been said, but he's apologizing for saying it because it's fucking public. And he said it and millions of people heard it. And he's like, dude, I f-, he's like, that's disgust. That's gross. I feel bad about saying that. So one, he's got Donald Trump being like, you don't need to apologize. Don't, don't say, don't say sorry to these people. And then you get this other podcast network. Who's like, Hey, we'll take it. Like, wait, there's a hundred, hundred million dollars. Say more of that stuff. We'll give you a hundred million reasons to come over here. Like, no, no. Like, I, I, I actually had a read up. I guess I keep calling it Rumple, so I'm gonna say Rumple Stillskin <laughs> over there. Um, I guess they're often associated with the crazy right wing nut jobs they yeah, have. Exactly. But they also have like, they also have some like big lefties over there too. But everything is extreme. Yeah. So you have like extreme, 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 extreme. Yeah. You have like MX extreme over there. There's like soccer balls falling from the sky and hitting people right in the fucking face. (laughs) No, like you have really extreme lefties and really extreme righties. And if I'm, which I'm not, because I don't have a million dollar, a hundred million dollar contract with anybody. But as a regular person, I'm just saying, if I'm Joe Rogan, I'm looking at that going like, no, I'm fine. Let me just see if I can keep my shit together here on fucking Spotify with all the normal people. Yeah. But, it's got to suck when you're like somebody like the president comes out and says like, Hey man, I support you. And you're like, <laughs> okay. But you know what? If he had come out and said, like say Rogan said some shit, like, well, he has said some shit like blaming Trump basically for his rhetoric that incited the fucking January six riots. I guess Donald Donald wasn't tuned in for that part of that episode. Right. Right. Cause I guarantee he wouldn't be like, you don't need to apologize for that. <laughs> well, he he'll flip, he'll flip and flop wherever, wherever, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Where, wherever he needs to shine on that day. He'll be that guy. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. but anyway, um, yeah, we could talk about so many more of these things. Um, I, even the Rogan thing and, 
First Amendment and all that. We talked about a lot of that today off air, but I think there's plenty of podcasts in there that we can do on on that. Uh, where's the line? I, I think that's a big theme, reoccurring theme lately is where's the line? Um, and we're here to draw it. Yeah, and you know the problem is the problem is 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 drawing that line in reality. Like, look, let's let people figure things out for themselves. That's kind of like I I know you and I don't one hundred percent agree on that. That's where I'm at. Like, and I and I'm sure there's some danger in that for sure. But when you start saying like this guy can say this, but she can't say that, or she can say this, but he can't say that, you're gonna you're inevitably going to have fucking whoopies and Aquafinas getting, getting canceled because like right now when the people who are in charge, like say a year and a half ago when Donald was in charge and you're a right wing guy and they say something about silencing some, some of that left wing, some of the, some of those left wing retards, you know, goddamn retards out there saying they're left-wing nonsense and something came out and they said like hey i'm gonna uh i'm gonna pass a law or something and say that we need to silence those people you'd be fine with it but then that law you know it still fucking exists when the next group comes in and now you don't got your guy in office anymore and that next group uses that same law that you were fine with a year and a half ago to silence your ass. I mean, that that's where I always say I'm I, I I always agree with the people who are more conservative. I don't mean the party, but they're more conservative with the First Amendment right. Because if you get overly overly aggressive with it. And you say that, yeah, it's fine to pass a law because the people you want silence get silenced. You can't you can't sit there and be mad then when the power changes and now your guy's not in there anymore and now they're using that law that you were fine with to silence you. Yeah. The problem is the law, not the people. Because well, I, they're gonna come for you eventually. Yeah, I don't I, I was uh, just taking a major piss. So I missed sort of part of what you said. But uh, I, I'm going to sum up the whole First Amendment thing here right right now by by just saying Do this. Um, uh, we have a podcast and we say stuff. And if you don't like the things that we say, you don't have to listen to our podcast. Wait, what? You don't. You can turn it off. How? Uh, there's a button. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, you just blew my mind. You blew I'm, my fucking mind. It, but again, like you said earlier in the show, it all comes down to monetization. Because if we had like 50 different sponsors giving us a lot of money and then we said something that they don't stand by, we could lose the sponsorship. Yeah. If, you know, what is the one Burr always had? Um, MeUndies. Uh, right. If MeUndies came up and were like, hey, um, we would appreciate if you stopped referencing your ball sack. Yeah. When you talked about MeUndies. Yeah. And then he was like, well, Referencing my ball sack is half my fucking shtick. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're going to have to pull it. Well, then you lost me undies. Right, right, right. But he also doesn't give a shit. And that's the thing. Like, But that's also, the, you know, the difference there, though, is that, and and that's where you, that's where people get confused, is that's not infringing on his First Amendment right. That's just saying, look, man, you want to play the game and you want our money, you got to play by, by, by our rules, which, which, which is fine. But you're not completely killing his ability to earn money by pulling one sponsor because he's 
he's so big. And one thing that we didn't touch on in this podcast is that we touched on earlier is if you're Tiger Woods and you cheat on your wife and then lose all of your sponsors, you really don't give a fuck because you're already worth a billion dollars. But you're so big that you don't care. You can't be canceled. But if you're an up-and-comer and you rely on that Disney Plus movie, you rely on that on the on the sponsors and all that stuff just to make a living, it becomes a big deal. And the, the what what isn't right is it sh- it shouldn't be that only the biggest people are protected because they don't give a fuck. There needs to be protection for the up and comers. Well, I would also say, yeah, I would also go as far as to say that what is happening. Oh man, this is gonna piss somebody off. What's happening to Aquafina is bullying because she's in a vulnerable situation. They're not doing it to somebody who's overly established and they're not doing it to somebody who doesn't fucking matter financially. They're doing it to someone who is vulnerable because they just signed a probably multi-picture deal with Disney. That's a vulnerable person. Yeah, I agree with you. It's bullying. It is bullying. Well, then they're, but they're still, they're bullying Rogan and he's not vulnerable. Well, yeah, I mean, sure, sure, I, I, I get that. But, you know, I mean, I think but he's, that... A, he's, he, he, there's but there's a lot he, less of him and there's a lot more of her. But he sure. also, but he also, you know, with the whole N-word thing, did and said something that is, is actually offensive and right. is actually, you know... Right, right. You know, something that... Him using the N-word is a hell of a lot more offensive than her being like, mm-mm, girl, and shaking her head and wag- wagging her finger. Yeah, like, I just I just don't... It's, it's a form right. of bullying. No, nah, you're right. Bullying. That's a great point. You know? I'll give you that one point. You, get, you made <laughs> one point in the last hour. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I, I think that that's a pretty good place to, to wrap it up. What do you think? I can't... I, like I said, <laughs> I don't have much left. I all right. it all. So I, we, of course, as always, we would like to know where, where you stand on this uh, uh, situation. What is the solution? Oh, you know, I, I almost said something in the last, I almost said something on the blog. I'm going to tell you off air about that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a joke I was going to make on the blog and I was like, well, I, okay. but that's a great question, man. What is the solution? Stop telling me fucking prop. Stop being part of, stop being only excited about the fact that there's a problem. And you're pointing it out. And you and you being like, oh, what about this one? And what about that one? And let's talk more about like what can be done to be the solution. Yeah. God damn, I am so, so wise sometimes. <sighs> anyway, we gotta yeah. stop this podcast or something. There might be a problem. Yeah, no, because I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I, I I can see where my mind is going right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something yeah. real offensive. A lot of me. This was me trying to fucking put out the fire before you started it. Yeah, I can, like I was sitting there, like I'm sitting there as like one of those emergency like out west, like I'm a helicopter smoke dumping jumper. hundreds of <laughs> gallons of fucking water. To keep it wet before the fire gets there. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just trying to contain you. <laughs> uh, because cause really, because, you know, the thing is, is I, I truly think that I'm one of the few people on this fucking planet or in this country at, at this point that actually does want equality. Like that actually does want everybody to be on a level playing field. I have always said this. If you're the right person for the job, 
good for you. If you're better than me at something, good for fucking you. If you worked for it and you earned it, good for you. I don't care who you are. You know, I really don't. But that's yeah. not the way a lot of these people view things. They have a chip on their shoulder. They don't want somebody else to get ahead. They They're afraid. They're afraid somebody's is making more than them. Like I did, I, I studied. I took a class, the fucking from Yale University, on 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 um you know on on happiness, and and people. I think I talked about this on the podcast before. Like people. Do not, they will rather make less money than see, than get a raise and, and everybody get a raise. Even if they're making, still making more money than the people that also got raises. They don't want anyone else to get anything. They'd rather make less money. That's a study that's been proven. So like, I just don't think people really want equality. I just don't think they want it. And I do. I actually would love to see that. I think, hey, make it a level playing field. Anyway, we'd like to know what your solution is. We'd like to know what you think about this. We'd like to know if you think we took it too far or not far enough. Um, and you can do all of that by emailing us at uh, with no due respect at gmail.com. You can uh, DM us at, in Instagram at with underscore no underscore do underscore respect. You can uh, tweet us at Twitter uh, WNDR podcast. You can uh, use the same handle on Reddit, WNDR Podcast, and, and, and Reddit subreddit us. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, we'll have a picture of Aquafina, maybe uh, the article, the CNN article, and, uh, you know, maybe the video, the My Vag video or something like that, uh, over there on the blog at withnoduerespect.blogspot.com. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. I'm happy that we've thrown a couple, we've like laced a couple um, consecutive weeks together here. This is pretty cool. Yeah, man. One Getting more. Getting back in the swing of things. One more, one more will make a whole month. Damn. Woo. It's been a while. So. All right, we'll see you next week. See you. For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice.